Like you don't connect with just anyone. But if you pay attention, if you're aware of your intentions, you know, what you want to learn, how you want to grow, you connect with like-minded people. All right, everyone. Vision Sevensters here. Uh, season two. Um, I have a great guest here. She was, we had to reschedule so many times, but it's been good. <laughs> I found it, you know, glad that I, she finally couldn't escape and she, she ran out of excuses. So here we are. <laughs> but I have my good friend, Eva. Uh, <laughs> from Texas. Um, so we're recording this pretty late, but it's all good. She's. Hey, we're here. Season yeah. two. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, excited to be here. Well, thank you, Javier, for the introduction. Yes, I'm out of time to run, you know, to keep rescheduling. So um, <laughs> I think it was time that we finally had a conversation. Um, I'm really excited to be here. And I love the project that you're working on. So, you know, uh, we can start with that. I know that you interviewed some really great people, some of whom I know. So uh, <laughs> when you told me to join you on this conversation i was like yes you know hands down um but i don't know you tell me what is what are you over <laughs> <laughs> so let so let everyone know what what you do you know who you are uh, um okay. you know introduction uh, my name is eva i am a uh, i want to say i have i juggle a lot of titles for work but i focus in public relations and writing um i feel like my purpose though is to help people be able to find their truest potential and to unlock their, you know, um, their fiercest self so that they can follow their dreams, uh, pursue the career that, they, that actually makes them feel passionate. And so um, I try to tie my purpose with my career and that makes an Eva. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Would you bring a good thing, you know, a good, um... You know, we, we said right now, I feel like that's kind of why we connected. So because, you know, I'm not I, the reason I do this is not for me in a way. I do this to hopefully get someone else to jump and, you know, get away from that fear and like, hey, I'm, a, I'm I can do it. You know, yeah. if Javier can do it or, you know, you know, everyone else, like kind of like their struggles and how they got to like, this is exactly why I'm doing this and exactly why I feel like it's such an awesome uh way of like bringing you into this project that I feel we both are a hundred percent like, man, this is exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like our, our purpose aligned from the moment that we first talked, just because first of all, like your approach, um, you were very encouraging from the beginning. And I love to do that when I first meet with people and I try to connect with them. So just from the beginning, I felt, you know, like, I, I felt connected by the use of your words, I guess. And um, it, it was really cool to hear what all you do and then to check the work that you're, you know, the, this venture that you have going and how you're trying to connect with people. And I just thought it's really cool because you're in my hometown. Um, <laughs> I am from Venezuela, but I grew up in Utah. I lived in Utah for like 16, 17 years. And so a lot of my family and friends, you know, live there and, um, it's just cool to know that there's inspiring people in the community like you um, to push them, you know, to encourage them to pursue their dreams. So. Um, that's awesome. And I appreciate it. You know, yeah. um, I hate <laughs> making it anything about me, but 
no yeah. it's 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 all everyone that's on here so i appreciate it um but like first of all why why texas <laughs> texas um when we decided to move to texas it was in 2014 and it wasn't because it was the prettiest place uh, my husband worked for delta airlines and so we got to travel to a lot of cool places mm -hmm. But I had some family that had moved here and our oldest daughter, Isabella, was born with a rare eye condition. She's blind from her right eye. Um, and in Utah, we did everything that we could for her. The next step was to go somewhere where they had, uh, you know, a more advanced medical care for her eye um, to see if there was anything else that they could do. And so at the time we thought we wanted to proceed with doing, you know, procedures to try to help her save her eyesight. And, um, she's completely blind, blind from her right eye now, but, um, at that time we were pursuing to, you know, to seek more medical attention for it and, um, see what we could figure out. And so, um, long story short, we moved here for medical reasons and we ended up falling in love with, with Houston. Um, I don't see myself living anywhere. I 100% know that my husband wouldn't want to live anywhere. And yeah. so, um, it's just been, it's been great. The first couple of years was a little rough. Utah's very different. I want to say that it's uh, slower paced. And by that, I don't mean like, like it's slow or anything. I feel like it's also advancing, but I think Houston is very fast paced. Mm -hmm. So, um, it made me grow up very fast and it made me get on my feet a lot faster than I would have, or take chances that I probably wouldn't have if I still lived in Utah. So. Oh, well, yeah, I know, but you know, I, uh, exactly how my wife fell in love with Texas, yeah. you know, going through Houston and it's just like, um, so I totally understand, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I love Utah. We visit all the time, but for sure home is here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> so I visit all the time. I said when it's to record an episode, it's okay. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm so salty about that. You're like, geez, anyways, move on. I know that you also, uh, another reason why we connected, I remember you showed me some stuff that, um, some artwork that your wife did, some sketches. Okay. And I remember we were meeting, we were, we decided to start doing phone calls to help mentor each other, to help each other out yeah. and to stay accountable. And you showed me your wife's sketches. And I was like, oh, my God, like even his wife is an art. Like, I was like, this is just like all the connections. I'm very passionate about art. I feel mm -hmm. like um, art is one of the reasons, another thing that pushed me um, to explore my creativity and, you know, how far I could push myself was by practicing art and open around other people um like painting and putting my paintings out there um i started doing like uh, denim jackets painting over denim jackets yeah. and stuff and ended up connecting with other professionals who paint and you know it, it just pushed me out of my comfort zone and i found out that i'm a very creative person um i used to tell myself that i was a square side so i'm like <laughs> a and stuff <laughs> but um I ended up, you know, I, I am a very creative person. Um, when I was younger, I got into a lot of trouble. And now I understand why, you know, I, I was yeah. very inventive. I was always looking for ways to be, you know, to do something different. And just, um, yeah, I feel like stepping out of your comfort zone really helps you to be able to figure out what you want to do. Yeah. And our career 
when we choose our career, you know, since that's what the podcast is about. Um, when we choose our career, we should choose something that we're passionate about because it's something that we have to deal with every day. Just like when we choose a spouse or a partner for our life or when we choose to, you know, have children, um, we we consciously make these decisions. You know, I'm going to be a parent. I'm going to be a, somebody's significant other. And we consciously make this decision to, you know, to be present in that and, and to be passionate about it. And I think when it comes to work, it should be the same. And so a lot of people who end up working for corporate, I was one of those people for many years, um, you kind of get sucked into what is, you know, what, what the norm is. Mm-hmm. And you, you stop being creative, thinking for yourself. You start thinking of, you know, this is creative me in this, you know, in this world. You know, I can only go this far because then people, what are people going to say? What are people going to think? I could get fired. I could, you know, you start thinking of all the what if. And you stop thinking for yourself. And so um, I think when you open yourself creatively, you know, circling back to that statement, um, when you open creatively, you kind of just explore your arts, you know, what kind of everybody, everybody's good at some type of art. You know, we all love mm-hmm. art. Art is in, in all of us. It's part of us. And so um, digging for art was what helped me figure out that there was a lot more that I that I wanted to explore to figure out, you know, exactly what I'm good at. And I think public relations was the best decision for me because I work in communication, uh, marketing. So I get to connect with people, connect with businesses and, and be able to see people who are maybe uh, in stages that I've been in and I can mm-hmm. help. And then there's also people who mentor me, you know, in my career who have helped me also grow. And so um, it's really cool, you know, to be able to yeah. help in, in both uh, in both positions and being open to get feedback from others. I yeah. love when people who've been in the industry give me feedback on my work. Um, it makes me, and not so much because of what other people think, but because uh, I know that they're working just as hard. And um, I, I just love to connect with people who are just as focused. And so, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like how you're, I like how it, it's you start connecting right like you start noticing yeah. the connection to everything yeah from the beginning right like you you notice okay in school getting in trouble but like being that creative and yeah. then all of a sudden you start working in the corporate where it all kind of feels again where you're like in the not the school system but now in a type of system that like your creativity has to go yeah. you have to kind of hide that at a bit and then in nine for you are like you know what I'm gonna be my own um entrepreneur where I can express the way I am and it's going to help other and connect with other people too. Right. Like one thing that I, you know, I learned so far now is like that mentorship, right. Is that having that someone that's like, it's not, not either doing something similar to you, but yeah. totally different, but just having that mentor, like, Hey, I gone through this. So let me help you. You know, so yeah. it's really interesting to how everything's connected and the art and exactly why I feel it was so connected is because I'm like, I barely know Eva, but I'm going to show her the art. I'm going to like t- tell her about what I, you know. Yeah. You know, you know how it's all like how it's been. Yeah. Like it's all yeah. I feel yeah. like our families will be the greatest of friends when we finally meet in person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I agree. Like, I, I think that we all have a gift um, that we can share with others if we dig deep inside. I think when people are looking to find a place in the world, they focus too much on the superficial side of it. Um, it's very human for us to do that. But 
I think when we dig deeper inside, like in our inner universe, we are able to not only find our gift, but find a way to share it with the world. Not everyone is good at communicating. Not everyone is good at painting. Not everyone is good at singing, but each person has a gift. And even if someone else shares a similar gift, they're going to do it differently because they're a whole other person. And so instead of focusing on what others think or how do I look doing this, um, I love that also, you know, and again, how we aligned, you know, our energies was because you're focused on how you can help someone else, not how you look doing it. Or if you're, you know, if they think you're the best, you just, I've been there. This is how it went for me. You know, hey, here's my feedback. And if I can help you in any way so you can do it better, here I am, you know. Um, and that's my job now. And so I'm just, I'm really happy that I was able to find a way to, to tie that. And um, it's really cool just to see people, people get really shocked when other people believe in them. Yeah. Um, somebody recently quoted to me uh, that people like to see you happy, but never like happier than them or in mm -hmm. a better position than them. And I was like, dang, you know, like it makes sense why when you start elevating your mindset or growing in your career, a lot of the times people feel like they're left behind, you know, yeah. um, it's because as your mindset elevates, it's not so much that you change, you know, as a person, I think we're always the same person, but our mind elevates, you know, our skills grow or, you know, socially, mentally, spiritually, et cetera. And um, I think that affects, you know, in all aspects as well. And so when we focus on the superficial, not on the inner, we forget mm -hmm. for that, um, that gift, like I'm telling you, um, or we, it just, it goes to sleep because we focus so much on what we're, what others are thinking, you know? Okay. Um, and I think that's what prevented me when I was younger to explore. Um, going back to what you said, uh, I think, through high school, it was a little bit harder for me to connect. I moved a lot. Um, mm. My mom was a single mom. And I went to 18 different schools. And I think that tells you a whole story. Mm. And um, it was really hard for me to connect with people. Uh, but it taught me, you know, it taught me to be able to connect with people on a deeper level a lot faster than someone who's been in the same town uh, their whole life with the same people. I feel like it's easier for me to see someone who may need encouragement or someone who who may need to hear someone tell them like, hey, like, you know, tone it down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I need it. So, um, yeah. No, and I think it's, it's uh, yeah, being that, you know, being that person that can see it, like people's creativity, creativity, whatever, you know, <laughs> but, you know, even though when they don't see it, right? And as for me, it's like, I, I can get to connect with that person right away there's certain people right like more in the deeper level but then the ones that i'm like okay i'm gonna connect and see how i can help you in any way right whether you take it or you don't take my you know what i'm saying or i'm just throwing it out there as long as i throw it out there to you and you do whatever you please with it then that's on you but it's giving that little push of like yeah i believe in you yeah. I, I barely know you but i believe in you yeah you know and so <laughs> connecting it yeah yeah, I think it's beautiful to see um, humans connecting in that way, encouraging one another rather than being competitive to push each other. You know, the um, there's a lot of superficial world going on out there. And I think that connection that you just mentioned, you know, just being there for someone like, hey, I believe in you that you can do this. Like you said, if I can do it, you can do it. You know, if I was able to figure it out, you'll be able to figure it out. And if I can 
help you figure it out faster. Here you go. You know, it's up to you what you do with the information. But um, yeah. I feel like that's our purpose is to spread to people encouragement to with words of affirmation, remind them that they're worthy to take a chance, that they're worthy to to believe in themselves and to chase something. What if you fall on your ass? You know, yeah. you know, you get up, you wipe off the dust. <laughs> you know, like that's what life is about. No, it's true. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's, gonna, that's it, guys. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Wrap up right here. Yeah, no, that's a lot said in just a short time. No, um, but yeah, it's you know, and then just how you create. You know, you have that. You know, as your as your business, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's like you still have a family. You know, you need to support and everything as well. So it's just like um, you know, helping them out but also knowing that hey i it's the part of like the business where i do have to you know uh get paid for the services but also knowing that there's some stuff that as a business owner you can be like you know what i'm gonna offer this for free or something because i feel like it's it's needed you know and it's all up to you because you're the owner you do whatever you please right with it so and i've done that there's a few times where i'm just like you know what whatever i'll just think this is should help them out so here it goes but no, yeah. it's. And I say that just because well, I know. Because you're a giver. Um, yeah. Your purpose is to give to people, and so if your gift is to give to people, you're gonna give and give and give. But don't fall in the giving rabbit hole yeah. because um, you undervalue yourself. I yeah. undervalued myself for a very long time when I first launched myself as a full entrepreneur. My husband's like, "Okay, you know, go for it. Like, I'll take one for the team. You know, I'll work hard and I'll." I'll do my best, but you know, you got to figure this out. I was leaving a full-time job and you know, my daycare, you know, all these things, free daycare and everything. And in the beginning, you know, you get all overconfident, you know, when you start, (laughs) I got this. And then you get smashed a couple months later, you know, this isn't as easy. You know, you got to be consistent. You don't have a boss with deadlines, you you know, Um, have to pay for your own platforms, et cetera, you know? And, um, I fell on my ass a lot of times because of that. But I think, uh, you know, you you learn in your entrepreneurial journey to uh, be more accountable, to uh, be more present, and to, uh, you know, complete, go in full circle with everything that you have to do. Learn to manage your time. You learn to give and to value yourself um, because of those experiences. And so... Um, I really feel like I used to underprice myself and I used to want to give everything for free because I was like, man, I wish people did it for me when I started. Yeah. Or, you know, I wish someone cared about me enough that they'd do something that nice. And then I was like, why do I need someone to do something that nice? Why don't I do something really nice and have people invest in themselves so they mm-hmm. can also value the time and, and the commitment that they're putting towards a goal? And that was like literally my hook. That, that right there, what I just told you. Yeah, which, my first couple cells. <laughs> which is interesting you say that because I hear that right. Like yeah. it's it's you know the whole saying you give the person a fish or whatever. I don't know what it, but it's yeah. also right. Like if it's free, someone's not really gonna be like, oh my gosh, I have to do it, you know, because it's free. So there's there's nothing for them to lose. Mm-hmm. But then and now if they're investing in themselves, then it's okay. I spend X amount of money. If I just spend it and I don't do anything with it, then it's just throwing my money away, throwing all this time that I've, you know, just put into it. So I totally understand it. And 
it clicked to me just now. I'm like, okay, now I get it. So what do you want me to buy? Oh my god! Yeah, but but yeah, I've learned to value myself through my my venture into becoming an entrepreneur. And I even used to be like I used to. I don't know if it's happened to you where you like introduce yourself and you're like started when you're starting to build. You know, you're, I I own my own business. You know, mm -hmm. I am my own boss, and you like introduce yourself and you're like, hi. You know, I'm like, hi, I'm Eva. <laughs> what <laughs> i don't believe myself yeah i had that for a while and um with one of my you know the many hats that i wear doing pr i'm my sister's manager and she works in music and so it was so hard for me to introduce myself as hi i'm eva you know i'm eva yeah. Flores. i'm her manager and um She's like just recently asked me, she's like, dude, like, why don't you just say it? Like, just say it out loud. I was like, I just can't. It just sounds like such a like bossy thing to call myself, you know. <laughs> it just like, seemed like such a big title, you know. Yeah. And then it like dawned on me that it's not the title, it's the job that I do. You know, I'm describing what I'm doing, you know, I'm managing her career. So people know they have to contact me. And so yeah. I started trying to look at it from that perspective so that it wouldn't be so hard. But now when I introduce myself, I make sure to speak up. And <laughs> yeah. You're like, I'm the manager. Don't I, talk I'm the manager. <laughs> I collect the money. Yeah. <laughs> Don't talk to her unless you talk to me first. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Oh my gosh. It's how does but so how did you overcome it? Like, is it just more of like as it continued on, the more introductions you had? How was it that you were able to get away from like that quietness of like um, knowing that this is who I am, you know, and I'm uh, valuing myself, putting a dollar to my work. You know, I have invested hours, years of my time to bring together or put together something that's going to help you overcome fears or obstacles in your own head so that you can actually push yourself and hear your own thoughts. Um, I think I told you this probably in the beginning, but a lot of the times I talk to people and they think that I help them come up with all these ideas and I did it. Those ideas were all already there. Mm. My job is to help you unlock that. And for you to unlock that, you have to be comfortable speaking out loud. And so my job is to make you feel comfortable. And mm. that took me a long time. You know, it's a skill. We talked about a skill, right? And mm. it's, me a long time to build that skill how did i build it through hard experiences like moving a lot um i didn't choose to learn it but i i learned it and i looked for a way that it would benefit my life when i went on that spiritual journey of you know what like life doesn't suck there's a reason why i went through all those things and so i think little by little you start figuring it out and you start valuing yourself or giving yourself the worth you know you are worth the money that you're charging for your services for the time that you're giving um, and yes, you can help people, but people are always going to want to have help. We want help, you know, yeah. <laughs> I would love help <laughs> yeah. and I think I'm doing all right, but I, I would love help. And so uh, I think we're never satisfied with it's never enough. And so we have to put a boundary to giving since we're givers, you're a big giver. You know, I can tell by the way that you speak. And so from, you know, as a friend, 
I would want you to tell me too, you know, like give, but don't give, don't overgive, you know, don't mm -hmm. give, give your whole self and then have nothing left for yourself. You yeah. know, it's important to leave, leave a little bit for yourself so that you can push through. And I don't think people like you and I need a lot to be hopeful, to be optimistic because we already know our gift. And so mm -hmm. it's good that we give, but we can't give it all away. Yeah. And this mm -hmm. time when it's happened, uh, where, you know, I started a new venture and um, with like how I mentioned with the drones, right? Yeah. And it was just, I'm like, oh, I'll do it for free. And then it was until that friend was like, why would I have you do it for free? You know, you're that's something that you invested in. Mm -hmm. So here's money, you know? And I'm like, oh, and I'm like, I guess I do. It, it says me back, I'm like, I guess that there is, I do have a worth even though sometimes I don't see it. And that part of the giver takes over. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. So it's it's nice. You know, I have to have a value in it. And so it's crazy how, like, as we're communicating, you're like, you know, bringing all this back in and connecting all the dots for me, you know? And, it, yes. and it's how you, exactly how you said it, right? It's like, I didn't have the idea. It's like you had it. You're just you communicating it. It, it, and it comes yeah. out, you know? Yeah, it just comes out. And I, I don't think everyone has, like, you don't connect with just anyone. But if you pay attention, if you're aware of your intentions, you know, what you want, to learn how you want to grow you connect with like-minded people whether they're like on the same you know on the same level as you or a little bit you know a step higher or maybe they're the ones that are you know reaching for a hand um that you're always going to be able to find your people and i think that's what happened to us i think we found our people our connection was crazy um i feel like our connection was through giselle yeah and, and i love giselle i've loved her from the moment i met her um it just her energy we just connected and i feel like the older we've gotten the more that i understand our connection and so getting close to her led me to meeting you as well yeah. and so um it's all energy it's all our intention where we focus uh when we're looking for our tribe you know i think having a good circle of people I wouldn't say like a large group of, I mean, it's, I'm very sociable. I have, mm -hmm. I have a lot of like different social groups that I have to visit with and work around. But my friends group, I would say that I can count my friends with one hand. And that yeah. probably sounds cliche. I think a lot of people say that. Yeah, but, no. um, I think successful people, I'm not there yet. I'll let you know. <laughs> years. <laughs> but they say that if you keep, you know, people that can help you balance, um, you know, five friends that can help you find your balance, you know, one spiritual, uh, one really good spiritual friend, one really good friend, you know, it's really good with finances, one friend that's, uh, you know, very disciplined with organ, you know, the, the things that matter yeah. to you that give you balance, um, you'll be able to thrive. And so um, having people in your corner, believing in yourself, applying all the lessons that you have in your life into, you know, what you want to become, I think if we pay attention, we're all prepared to take the next step. We just maybe we have to hear that somebody had it worse than us, or that somebody mm -hmm. else is going through it, or has questioned themselves. But um, I don't know. I feel like encouraging people not only helps them grow, but I feel like it helps me grow too. It reminds me of the importance of what I do. And so, um, yeah. And then we meet people like like you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. It's it's uh, interesting to, you know, as as you're growing up and you hear, oh, I have a small circle, right? Yeah. And it's like sometimes you get confused with, oh, the bigger, the more I, people I know, the larger my group 
our friends are, the more connected I am. But it's those smaller ones, have you mentioned, like, you know, like piecing like financial, whatever. But piecing the smaller group is what makes you, I feel like, bigger than having a bigger crowd. Yeah. You know? I, yeah. So, I and social yeah. conversations, any yeah. conversation can make you thrive more than any superficial gathering. For sure. Yeah. No? And then uh, when you message yourself, the one thing that her creativity uh, that I remember is like when she said, you know, we all could have a, the same idea. But when she put it into an art perspective where she's like, but we start you telling me, hey, go paint a picture of a flower or, or, or a bird or something like that. Right. She said everyone's is going to be different. No one's going to be the same. And then yeah. it wasn't until I go back and listen to that. I'm like, it's true. You know, yeah, it is true. <laughs> it's what we were just talking about, you know, yeah. and that whole thing, you know, a lot of people, there's a lot of musicians, but every single one of them has a different voice, a different sound, you know. Same thing with art, same thing with um, with any art um, or any idea. We're all our own person. So <clears throat> we may have a, an idea because we saw something or, you know, it, it was sparked by something around us, subconscious, whatever. But uh, at the end of the day, what makes it unique is when you apply your authenticity to it, you know, yeah, your own way. You're going to do it how it flows for you. Yeah. So, Okay. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I know. It's like, hold on. Let me like, let me like soak it all in, and I'll. Like, <laughs> no, no. Can we listen to it so we can both take the phone? <laughs> I know. It's like one second. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I know you mentioned, and maybe I'm just putting words in your mouth, but uh, <laughs> with, <laughs> with failure, you know, like how does how do, how how would someone overcome like that? would you say that it's part of the journey failing okay how to overcome failing? yeah how would you how would you get overcome that i don't think you ever overcome failing it's a failure i think failing is supposed to feel like you failed i think it's coming to terms with accepting that without failing you can't be good at something you have to you can be good at you know i feel like i'm like really naturally good at writing Okay, let's just throw me out there. Let's not throw yeah. someone else. Okay, I'm overly confident in my writing skills. Okay. <laughs> but I can always be better, you know. Somebody could read a paper that I write and they're like, this is garbage, bro. Like, what are you talking <laughs> about? I don't understand this, you know. But somebody else could read it and be like, oh, my God, you know, it's the best thing I ever read. And so I think there's always room for growth. There's always room for feedback, for for failures, for lessons. I don't think failure is failure. I think failure is lessons. It's learning that maybe that outlet doesn't work. And so coming to terms with that makes a big difference. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's okay to mess up. I think it's just that. It's, just, it's okay to mess up. Like I said, make a fool of yourself, you know, fall on your ass, get up, dust yourself. It's yeah. coming to terms that it's either that, you know, you kind of have to put your ego to sleep, especially when you're an entrepreneur. You kind of have to yeah. push it aside a little bit, humble yourself down. There's going to have to be some stuff you're going to do that maybe you wouldn't have done if you worked in corporate, you know. Yeah. Starting a business. Maybe you can't hire someone to clean your office, you know, a professional to clean your office. You have to clean the office and you have to run the office. You know, you have two jobs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you were living the dream. You know, you were an entrepreneur, so, you know, whatever. But. 
I think it's it's that it's just accepting that sometimes you have to wear a lot of hats. Sometimes there's not even one hat to wear because you can't land a sell. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes everything's going great, and then all of a sudden everything you know shit hits the fan. You're like, yo, what happened? Like I thought, you know, I had these long term clients. They left. I've had all kinds of things happen, and I think what made the difference for me for things like flow because nothing's ever perfect. Um, is accepting my health. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, damn. <laughs> <I know. laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How can I do it better? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and I'm very spoiled. So, and I'm spoiled like with my attitude, like sassy. And so I've had to fall a few times for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get a little bit humbled, you know, in a way it's like, yeah, I'm very humbled. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love, I love when that happens too. When I'm like, I, you know, the humble part and I'm, you know, when it does happen, I'm like, okay, step back a little bit, just relax, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then the optimist, optimistic part of me is like, Anyways, what's next? <laughs> well, whatever. I got it. another day, another dollar. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I think uh, you have to keep those two, like I said, balanced. You can't put your ego completely to sleep because how do you build a reputation if you're not confident? You know, if you don't believe in your own word, your own product, or your own service, how can someone else? So you do have to be a little overly confident in the beginning or, you know, at also <laughs> like kind of balancing, you know, create something with love, with passion, and then go throw it at the world with confidence. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> can you can you send me that transcript <laughs> i know right it's like you start qu- quoting yourself and stuff <laughs> a whole bunch of quotes today <laughs> you start trademarking them if i release the audio you like anyways um how does uh how do i follow up with that i'm just kidding <laughs> i know um how is it as an entrepreneur like how do you balance that work life and that family and just your personal life you know this is how do you do it i need coaching i I try my best i think some weeks i'm a better mom some weeks i'm a better like business owner or manager or whatever else i do um it takes discipline uh i don't think i'm the most disciplined person but disciplined enough to make sure that everyone's happy or that i do my best to make everyone happy but that's also a personal choice so i make sure my kids are fed you know make sure that they have what to play with that i spend time with them that we talk to me it's very important to talk you know have conversation and um that helps have good relationships, but I'm not gonna lie to you and tell you like I spent 50 50 mm-hmm. and you know, like my business is important, but I'm you know, my family first. Of course, I want my family to be first always, but yeah. sometimes or some weeks or some days, I have to like prioritize my work because a client paid me for work and I yeah. have to turn it in, you know, or my kids won't get fed. Yeah. So, um, I, I think it's a, you know, as you go, but be conscious about it. You know, if you ask a question, be conscious about it. Pay attention to your family. It's more about quality, not about quantity. Yeah. Yeah. And I like how 
Yeah, we connect. Like when I when I told you, I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't posted anything this week. But then you're like, it's okay, and I'm like, it is okay. You know, sometimes you need to hear it because I'm like, and, and honestly, like I I message that person, you know, because I like to, you know, when I release the episode, I like to um, announce it and then do clips of like the the episode. Yeah. And I just, you know, told it. I'm like, hey, I apologize. It was just, you know, it was an off week. And I know I shouldn't, right? But it's just that yeah. type of person that I'm like, or maybe I, I don't know, sure, shouldn't, whatever. But yeah. that part of me was like, hey, like, uh, it was an off week. I'm posting your stuff this week, um, you know, and just in, with uh, the release of the episode. So just wanted to let you know that I, because it means a lot to me, right? People are taking time off, yeah, whatever they're doing to show up and, for me to just like okay like i'm not posting anything like things by you know it's like i appreciate everything they do for me you know yeah. so then i go back and i'm like hey i'm gonna release it i'm doing more stuff it's also available for you this is what the whole you know other point of it is that it's available for you to use it as you please you know yeah. it doesn't need to be like i need to post it so yeah but i think that's nice of you I think that makes you like a, a good person. Because I think when you invite people to come on here to talk, they also feel honored to be a part of your show, mm -hmm. of your vision. You know, your vision is, I saw your, when you talked to me about your vision, what you wanted to do, I was like, wow, like this is the type of stuff I, I want to be, you know, that I want to mm -hmm. be connected with. So I think you value time. And if you don't post, that's okay. Yeah. Not the hard way. That was a lesson, Javier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I burned myself out. I was like giving, 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 giving. I mean, if you go to my feed from like 2020 when the pandemic hit, I started posting everything I had written in my journals and all, you know, the reflections I had had for like two years. And I burned myself out. Mm -hmm. It was taking like 60% of my work time, 50% of my work time just to figure out what am I going to post, you know, or, oh, I, I need to post this and tag so-and-so and I need to do this and I need to do a story and I need to tell people why it's inspiring. And I started focusing more on the superficial, on telling mm -hmm. people, hey, you know, hey, look at this, on the validation aspect than the actual purpose, which was to inspire others. And yeah. so I think little by little, I pulled a little bit away from uh, like posting too much, but I still try to, uh, encourage others and I, I do plan to come back uh with some stuff real soon that i'm working on but um it'll be more business like on my business page um, yeah yeah um, um i don't i think i overdid the <laughs> the posting <laughs> no but it's but it's also good to see uh, on your social media right the um kind of what uh, how it is now i feel like it's more natural more yeah. more personal in a way but he's still posting without have making it seem like, Oh, I have to do this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I hop on whenever it works. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, then for you saying like with your business, social media, right. It's like, it's more stuff is coming. So it's like saying, tell me it's okay. Right. Cause I, I did the same thing too for my business, uh, social media, Instagram, mm -hmm. I stopped posting. Like it's been like four or five months, right? And exactly how you said you did with yours. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna encourage them. I'm gonna do this. Like, kind of like, look at this. And this is what I do and stuff. To eventually just completely, yeah, like out. And yeah. I'm like, okay, I don't want to just post that anymore. I want to make it something. And I'm still trying to find that what I want to post on there. So I haven't really posted, but it's okay, you know. 
because I have a lot. Like I had to the podcast and I had my own personal one that I want to start being more active and then TikTok and then reels and shorts. And it's just all kind of gets comes together, you know? Yeah. It's like an arcade game. Arcade yeah. games, like all these different ways to put yourself out there. They're like all similar platforms. It's funny how we use it to show like different windows, you know, different masks, different ways to connect with people because you don't use the same content on every, I don't use the same content on every platform. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes you, some of it is shareable, you know, on, on different ones, but I feel like you connect differently on each platform. And yeah. that's just me speaking from the business side of it, working in it. Um, Personally, again, my socials are never really consistent, but um, I, I honestly think that you can get burned out real easy. There's a lot of social media platforms, so mm -hmm. I try to see it as a game, but I take it seriously, you know, like a competition game. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love competition with others. Yeah. Which I totally agree, right? Like I used to post everything on the same platform, right? And it's not until meeting like my selfish part of this whole podcast is that I'm like, okay, they're willing, like the guests are like, hey, do this, do that, you know? Yeah. And so I'm like, oh yeah, the reason they're doing this is because it makes sense, right? But anyways, going back, it's like um, I started sharing different things on different platforms. And then it, now when I get into LinkedIn, because I'm like, oh, it's basically like entrepreneur business type of related, but I'm not going to post the same thing I'm posting on all the other social media because it's LinkedIn, yeah. you know? So, and then now you got threads and I'm like, okay, I want threads to be something close to LinkedIn, but like yeah. not the same, you know? So it's just finding yeah. that it's at work. What is threads supposed to be, dude? Like, it's like a journal. It's a, it is a journal, but I already had a Twitter journal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm on threads trying to figure out, like, do I have a, like a professional business journal? It has to be a little less personal for sure. <laughs> I know, but it's, it's, yeah. And how does someone like, you know, now bring the, as you, as a business owner, how do you, when something new comes up, how do you involve that? Or how do you bring that into you for your clients? So let me tell you how threads. <laughs> You're like, you just need to do it. Get on it right no. now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, whenever it launched, I woke up to like, uh, I have the only app that I have notifications on is Twitter um, because I, I try to stay consistent with whatever's going on. Well, mm. I used to, I don't anymore. It's not even called Twitter anymore. It's called yeah. X now, but anyway, <laughs> a whole other story. Yeah. Um, when threads came out, I saw it on a notification, like people, it was, um, trending and I was like, threads. And then I saw the logo on it. And I, the first person that posted on Instagram that I saw is a friend whose initials are AG. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I thought she made this new, like Twitter, like app. And I was like, dang, like, dang, I, yeah, like <laughs> I need to step it up. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing with myself? I connect with people. I need somebody to make me an app. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out to be an app from Instagram. And I was like, oh no. And just like, I don't know, within a couple of hours, three of my clients were already asking, hey, are you going to make me a Threads account? Or what is threads and this oh, really? like is it yes and I was oh like, my gosh. Well, I guess let me go grab a cup of coffee and go find out what's going on. And then yeah. 
That day, I also found out that they call Mark Zuckerberg, they call him Daddy Zuck. Daddy Zuck, yeah. That was was a great find that day. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That's so funny. And he's the one that created threats, so, yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> daddy suck. How do you, like what's what's interesting is like they I, it sounded like they expect you to already know, like hey, yeah, it's like you already knew this was coming out, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, so what's the 411? I'm like, the what? Okay. <laughs> the for who? So, it, yeah, yeah. It was, I was like, give me, give me a couple hours, I'll get back to you. Yeah, by the end of that week, I had to make like four threads accounts. Um, one of them was one of those services that you're like, you know, I'm just going to help this client. They don't pay yeah. for this, but they, they absolutely need it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I had to get one myself. I don't use it very often, but uh, I try to stay consistent. I try. Yeah. I try to go on, on at least once a day, for like five minutes. I just start scrolling, but I literally, it looks exactly the same as Twitter. Yeah. Except the funny stuff is not there. <laughs> but Everyone's it, professional. There's no funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're trying to figure it out too. Like, I feel like yeah, I think we all are. Yeah. I'm not gonna be the first mess up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's what the, I remember one time. Well, and one of those threads, it's like, do we add um hashtags? Yes. You know, like, is that a thing here? And I'm like, I don't know. And it was funny. They're like, how long is this app going to be open? Or is it permanent? <laughs> like, do we start writing here? Some yeah. people wrote, like, there was memes of caves and stuff, you know, like people coming out of caves and stuff. It's just funny. So funny. And yeah. Yeah. People expected me to know. So yeah. I did. I did. I was a pro threads in three hours. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Apparently, this is a service I sell. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, yeah. What about uh, you? Did you open threads for for yourself and for your business account, or just for yourself? I think just for myself. I I was like, I don't know how to do for the business. So I was like, whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna skip that part. Season, but, three. I, but yeah, <laughs> season three actually, because it's already I'm, I'm in too deep now. <laughs> yeah, <we're too> deep. <laughs> yeah, and and so yeah, season two is LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And um, what else am I posting on? In season three, I'm gonna start, or maybe sometime, but I start doing the um, oh my gosh, like blogs. Okay. You know, like little like, like somewhere. All right. Don't, okay. Don't don't get too ahead. Okay. Oh, I'm like over here getting like, <laughs> mentorship. Okay. <laughs> it's like all of a sudden I get an invoice. So I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> oh, we're done. <laughs> no, but it, you know it's a small little steps, but like I know for as I'm evolving and stuff like that, it's like, okay, season three, like I got threads down, I'm gonna open a business one, you know, and stuff like that, and but figure out exactly what is gonna go on there. Which people are saying, get on it now, right? Because like it's the same thing as Twitter or TikTok. It's like if you get in it earlier, there's more benefits of whatever of being exposed, and yeah. yeah, I think it's about figuring the practice. We talked about it, practice. yeah. It's being on it, learning how to, when it's best to post, what kind of content gets more likes and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I, I do it for, I have two accounts that I do social media for. And so uh, those are my superficial 
masks, you know, <laughs> and target audiences, you know. And so I have to think, you know, like what would the target audience for this client want, you know? So yeah. Try to find relatable content. It, it can be fun, but sometimes it's like, like I don't know. Yeah. Well, my thing is like, do I want to do video or do I want to do like a picture with a quote and a link? You know, kind of exactly. So, do it all. No, I know, I know, I know. But, <laughs> but what I'm saying, like, is, so then what am I going to, for, so for LinkedIn, for example, I'm doing uh, the quote and the uh, uh, links, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to, and then I see people posting the whole video, like how they post it on their Instagram. Okay. So it's like repetitive. Just, yeah, you know. Yeah. I don't want it to be, I want it to be like, oh, look, this one, Javier's posting a quote from this episode. And so, like, yeah. make it more intriguing of, like, you know, having them wanting yeah. to listen to the whole episode. You connect better. It, it sounds yeah. like a sell than, you know, it sounds more like a invite, an invite to join. Yes. I, I agree. But I agree. it's like, it's yeah. more work. <laughs> I know. But it's it's uh, I want to be able to fail on my own, right? See what see yeah. what I exactly what's my niche on that on those social media platforms. So yeah, that'll be I'll fun. Get there. How that goes? And if yeah. you find anything, you know, please let me know before my clients. Thank yeah, you. <laughs> I think the first thread was something like <laughs> something relatable to like waking up to your clients telling you there's a new app, and you're like, no, there's not. <laughs> yeah. I was I actually hoping I I posted something and like some celebrity was gonna like oh my gosh let's listen oh, to division yeah. two you know that wasn't <laughs> it but it's okay I thought I, I I you know at least try yeah I had a couple of people that normally don't reply reply to my like to my comments on their things on threads so right now is a great time to write people that yeah. are have a lot of followers if you're yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> what's good too that's i actually did uh get a guest from from threads you know that's cool i was just like hey like um who, you know wh- who wants to be who's interested you know kind of what you do but i'm also what i'm also l- learning from doing this episode is like i'm not just wanting entrepreneurs like there's i feel like there's always an entrepreneur even though you're working a nine-to-five right so I tell people like, what are you good at? Are you good at networking? Are you good at social media? Are you good at? If you say yes, like if you're at a one, you know, scale at one to ten, and you're like a nine on that type of uh, skill, then I want to have you on there because you're still using it, and it's valuable information that people need to, you know, have that. But also knowing that, and the uh, first thing I get, but I'm not a business owner. It doesn't matter if you're not a business owner. You have that information that I think people should hear and listen to, you know. So. Yeah, I think that's so cool. I really love. I love the purpose of your podcast. Yeah, and, I, and it- <laughs> I think it's so cool because you push people to speak on their knowledge. Like, yeah, don't be afraid to have knowledge. Like, it's okay, you know. Yeah, I, that's what you make me feel. Like, it's okay to be knowledgeable, and you know, it's a safe space. So, yeah that's cool it breaks those barriers of like i've never done an episode a podcast i'm like so i never did one before until i just decided to do one yeah and, and so hopefully, yeah. my next one what's that 
you have to help me do my next one. Oh, definitely. And I, I think we need to meet in person, even if I need to fly yeah. over there or Oh you know, I might as well fly over there because like I'll go because you're never coming. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> All of a sudden you're like, I moved. I'm like, I'm oh, like wow. hey, are you coming to Utah? Yes, goes to California. Hey, are you coming to Utah? Is in Orlando. <laughs> <I know. laughs> are you coming oh. now? Vegas. I am so sorry. I keep missing the flight. <laughs> oh, it's, I was laid over at like at Utah, but I didn't tell you. It's all good. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> Anywho, Look, I'm not bitter. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like, damn, this guy has a lot of hate. <laughs> he so, tries to be nice, but he's such a like a jerk. I'm <laughs> bringing some sugar. <laughs> I get sugar. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I know definitely, and you know, I how we talked, right? It's it's we. I want to be able to create a business from this, right? Right? Like how you said, it's a, it's like yeah, you. Um, when you start having people invest in that in them, this is that type of investment, right? Yeah. You know, podcast is the thing that everyone wants to do, but it's also like, why not do that for someone else? Yeah, you know, work with you and and figure something out that I'm like, this is said, this is exactly what I want to do. There's the other business. I mean, so many business that I want to start. I'm like, okay, yeah, relax. I think you're very entrepreneurial. I think that's cool. And I don't think any like any billionaire only had one business venture. Yeah. Tell you that right now. I think I read somewhere in one of my books. I'm gonna find it. I know I highlighted it. I'm remembering. I'm gonna send it to you a picture of it. Um, it might be in the 48 Power Laws by Robert Greene. Um, he says that uh, you need like five different streams of income or something like that to become mm -hmm. a okay that's your goal hey let's let, let me get some more you you better start all these businesses <laughs> your investment i know oh it's you know what i, I say interesting now instead of funny because it's like why it's not funny javier but it's, <laughs> what's interesting i know i'm like talking to myself it's late at night right everyone so if you're <laughs> it only took Javier to get me here 11 30 p.m <laughs> i know they're gonna be like man this guy's so relaxed look at him but this is like the creativity we talked about right it's that late yes. it's, it's laid back we're just talking whatever we talk about everyone do not take out our ideas but uh... <laughs> <laughs> so please um <laughs> uh no this video yet <laughs> <laughs> i'm like it's it's gonna be missing like a whole 20 minutes <laughs> we, greet each, we greet each other say bye <laughs> none of this information can be shared. <laughs> i'll send a notification you're recording is say like, oh fuck, we were recording <laughs> we're doing an episode oh my god uh, anywho um no but i was gonna say I don't consider myself an entrepreneur, right? Like, I, you know, when I do you hear people say that, it's like, it's I don't know, they're all, all serious it's and stuff. Like, now it's like, it just like, mm. it makes you look square. I, yeah. I don't it's, like the word. It's yeah. Cool. Say it again. Entrepreneur. Like, yeah. It's, and it's, it's yeah. not flashy. It's not. But you call yourself if you have like, multiple business ventures what do you call it or like if you're starting your own business what do you call yourself mm. an innovator 
Yeah, I like the innovator better. Creator, creator is mm -hmm. nice. Uh, I'm over here like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I call yes. <laughs> innovator, creator. <laughs> Change his Instagram handle. <laughs> <laughs> Like this guy all of a sudden doesn't say si me llevo on it. So it's a whole business called the innovator. <laughs> Trademarked. Um, no, no, no. But yeah, so <laughs> I don't consider myself right. <laughs> but I but I did message you, right? And I told him, I, I know exactly a broke philanthropist, right? Because I'm like, I don't give away money because I don't have money to give away. I love that. <laughs> but... I was like, this is my kind of people. Man. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like the philanthropists, like, how do they help out? You're like, oh, and it's, they give a, you know, they help by giving their time. And I'm like, oh, that's me. That's yeah. all I can give. So it's my time is like, you know, not the same. It's, it's not, you know, I have to be like, okay, it is valuable, right? But it's yeah. it's something that I can give to someone. Yeah. And so. And it is valuable. You're a valuable person. You know, you're yeah. a human. Like, you're alive. You're breathing you're creating, you're inspiring. So anytime you give to anybody is valuable. And I think that's a better gift than any money can get, you know, can get. Mm -hmm. um, like just a side story, I guess, since we're on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My mom has a, like a, her little foundation uh, organization called, um, I called it Mission Waffle. She hates that I call it that, but it's because it's mission warmth of love. And when you abbreviate Aww. it, it's mission waffle, like giving someone a waffle, you know. <laughs> so anyway, we have this little um, this little foundation. And like you said, you know, all we have is time. Um, you know, obviously we can pitch in and see how we can help people. But during the holidays, we like to give back somehow because we were on the other side of things many mm -hmm. years, you know, many years ago when my mom was a single mom. And. Um, every year we collect either blankets. Uh, last year we did blankets and food for the homeless here in Houston. And we go to the same spot every year. And it's an experience every year. Like you, you leave so inspired hearing so many stories from people, but um, also like giving them a little something that literally brightens their life. You know, like, you know, like these people brought us warm food and it's like literally freezing out, you know, like you're cold while you're serving them. And you're like, dang, like, you know, there's people that, live like this you know and and all they need is someone to listen to them you think that they want money they want a house there's people who chose to be homeless you know mm -hmm. for example and they just want someone to listen or someone to share a meal with or you know they just need a blanket and mm -hmm. if you don't have the money to give it you can connect people with your gift you know you can find a way to give back by giving time and so i give back in time um by gathering people gathering stuff for the homeless every year with my mom to give back. I've, I've, I don't think I've ever talked about this out loud. We do have like a social media platform and I make a video every year about it just to encourage people to go give, you know, to be giving. Um, but honestly, I think it's so powerful to give in time more than a donation. Like yeah. you go to a church, you give money in an envelope, you don't know where that goes, you know? Yeah. But when you go out on a mission, you know, you take that money and you invest, you know, the $5. There's stores here called Five Below. There's Dollar Tree. There's all kinds of stores for all price ranges. And you can either make a blanket, you know, from scratch, yeah. or buy a cheap blanket or you buy water. You know, you buy water and just go invest time, give it to people. You know, just go listen to them, you know, and give them 
a, you know, water, give them a blanket, give them an apple, you know, I try to find many ways to give and um, it makes us feel better because we feel more involved, but you have no idea how it changes people's lives. Like I ran into the same men two years in a row and mm. it's just cool, you know, just to, to see the impact you make in people's lives. Yeah. Um, you know, when they're at rock bottom for so long or in any way, you know, I'm talking yeah. specific experience, but there's ways you can give, you know, in school, you know, if you, if you, there was something that you wish somebody spent more time with you doing something in school, you can give back in time at a school, at a library, reading to yeah. There's, There's so many ways to give back in time. Um, one of my favorites, and it might sound a little more funny, but um, I used to go to this place, uh, like a senior living community when I worked at a magazine. And I used to love to go on Valentine's Day because we got to give them pedicures and manicures mm. and massages and stuff. And I just... I, it was like my thing. Like I was like, no, you know, like uh, we're gonna go and hang out with the with the elder. And in the beginning, it wasn't like that. I was like, why is you know why are they making us go to this community? Like, don't these people have family and or other people that are taking care of them? And it really opened my eyes to like a whole different world. So, giving in time is the best, Javier. Yeah, time, giving time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's what we did last year too. Um, yeah. my spouse my family you know over here uh in utah saratoga springs i'm just getting getting worried one four seven i know <laughs> uh no but we started doing uh, for us because i told my wife i'm like we started doing some sub for santa okay and it wasn't i told and i told my wife why like i'm like growing up that's where we got everything right we you know my family of five, my parents and all that brothers and sisters like we would always get stuff for santa celebration army and i'm like and now that i feel like i've you know have am able to give it's it's you know something that i want to do and just seeing my daughter experience that and kind of explaining to her what we're doing why we're buying these gifts right but then at the, at the end of the day it wasn't the gifts that we bought it was that um time that we sat through with the family and communicate and talked right mm -hmm. and let them know like hey yeah we also came here with our kid you know with with my parents and you know letting them know like it's possible to be in a better situation you know um but even though buzz was letting really you're still in a great situation because you have a place you know and you have a great family so anyways you just so really it's that's a lesson like yeah I think it's really cool to see your kids. I don't know how your experience was with your daughter. I love to hear it. <clears throat> my daughters, uh, I, I take them with me every year. They get excited to go out there and freeze their asses off and feed the homeless. And my youngest is always thinking like, oh, there's home. You know, every time she sees people, that that's something here in, in Houston. And I'm probably using, you know, I don't know if that's the best term to use, but there's a lot of people that don't have homes. Mm -hmm. They live under a bridge or they live, you know, on corners by gas stations or there's a lot here. And mm -hmm. um, there's people, those are people with stories, you know. And so mm -hmm. I teach my children that it doesn't matter what you're wearing, what you're driving, who you think you are or what you look like to people. These are also like no one is better than anyone. And we could always, our roles could always switch. Mm-hmm. And right now we're the ones helping someone, but we don't know if we'll need someone's help someday. 
So when we do it, we have to do it with good intention so that the universe, if we ever need it, will grant us with good intention as well. Yeah. So um, giving them. We're givers. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I love that. And this is the, you know, the, um, I don't want it to be like, seem, oh, we're getting off the, um, the thoughts that we need to be right the train i can't remember what i'm trying to say. you know what i'm trying to say but yes that's how i guess it is <laughs> but it's it's like this is part of like i feel like we still connect this in a way of like us as entrepreneurs business owner creators innovators and all that so this yeah. is why anyways bringing it back to <laughs> yeah, yeah. um for with everything that we said today um and we need to do a second part, like legit. Oh, we should we in, need, person. in person. Yeah. Like, like yes. something that we can just like say, okay, she didn't lie to me. She's for real. You know? oh, <laughs> she's, real. she's not an AI. She's not an AI. She's an AI with frizzy hair. Yeah. Um, she's real. No, but um <laughs> like what's something that you want to leave and say to um you know so, entrepreneurs, someone that's starting off. You know, what's the type of like a great advice that you want to give or, you know, little push? I think if I could summarize what we talked about today, it would be to believe in yourself. And when I say believe in yourself, I don't mean like I'm the shit, but to really believe in yourself enough to write out a plan, to write out your ideas, you know, what you want to see it through, you know, to put it on paper so that you can visualize it, put it in a vision board. Um, give yourself a plan, you know, like give yourself something that you can see happening. Um, and to do that, you have to believe in yourself. You have to take the time. So we talked a lot today, but I think the main topic was time, time to learn, time to fall and grow, time. Uh, just give yourself time to figure it out. Don't rush the process. Don't look at how fast somebody else did it you know sometimes people have more help you know financially they have someone investing in them don't compare your process um there's always resources to start don't think that something's too expensive and you won't be able to do it until you have so much money there are people out there helping there's you javier there's me and there's a lot more like us i'm pretty sure and just you know don't hold back connect find the time to connect find the time to to write, find the time to see things through. Just make time. Mm -hmm. Make time. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> and where can um, these listeners, viewers, uh, find you? Like, what's At your? Home. <laughs> okay. <laughs> At home in Texas. Houston, Texas. <laughs> Um, uh, if people want to connect with me, they can uh, find me on Instagram. Um, I don't know if you're going to put the handle on the screen, but it's at Eva P. Valles. And then I do have my website, which isn't active right now. It may be active by the time you launch this. So um, it's revolutionworld.com. I misspell revolution on purpose. It's not an accident. It's spelled with my name in it, you know, the, the ego part of the business at revolution world dot <laughs> um, uh, com and then I have a LinkedIn on my profile so in any way that you want to connect you just go to my Instagram click on that link and there's all the different things I do 
Interesting. You said revolution. So I get it. It says Eva in the middle. Yes. Ah. And my email. You can reach me at my email, eva at revolutionworld.com. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> eva, Eva. No, but yes. um, Eva. <laughs> I appreciate your time. I'm sh- okay. Before we I even end it, whatever. I think we'll com- we'll connect, and we're gonna come up with the second part or whatever yeah. we call it. But it's gonna be something great, you know. I and so. it's, I want to be able to share so much again, mm-hmm. and you know, just I don't know. We'll we'll talk. So we'll talk. We'll talk <laughs> record. Yeah. Just the camera. <laughs> You're like looking at it. Where like, are you? <laughs> She's like, you there? Are you there? Are you there? <laughs> I mean, how many cameras do you have? Jeez. <laughs> but I'm looking at you like right on the side. <laughs> okay. Oh <my> <laughs> I was like, oh gosh, who's she yelling we'll at? We'll talk. We're going to talk. We're not drunk. We're sober. We're in our creative space. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be an episode. Great. Thank you for inviting me. I feel grateful and honored, like I said, to be part of your journey at this stage and the many more times that I'm pretty sure we'll connect. Yes. Um, We'll annoy our families because I can tell we're just going to be laughing. But (laughs) were they even recording something? (laughs) No. Um, Uh, No. It's been great. Thank you for inviting me for sure. I appreciate it, but thank you so much. Thank you for your time. Thanks, everyone.